Hi again, it's Jill Geisler of the Pointer Institute. Today, what great bosses know about closing the feedback gap. Trust me, it's a pretty big gap. I hear it wherever I teach. People want to know where they stand in the organization, what they could be doing better or do more of or less of or stop or start, where the organization is headed, information that influences their behaviors every day, their ideas, their self-image, their motivation, and they're not getting it. In fact, the Gallup organization ties feedback to employee engagement. And if you want to hear some truly sad news, Gallup just released its State of the American Workplace report and found that only 30% of workers are truly engaged at work. That means they're coming in with their game face on, ready to do their best efforts for the company. Another 50% are disengaged. They just show up and go through the motions. And then the remaining 20% are actively disengaged. They are, according to Gallup, working against the best efforts of the organization. And feedback could change this significantly. You know, recently I was in an organization that had made a commitment to feedback. They'd done an employee survey and found out that people were feeling hungry for more information about their own performance and how it connects to the company's performance. So I was brought in to work with a bunch of managers and we unpacked a toolkit. It's the one I write about in my book, Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know. Different kinds of feedback, both positive and negative, that you can custom tailor to individual people and individual situations. And as they got really good at it and realized there was so much more they could do, one manager asked a really important question. He said, what's going to happen if we suddenly go back into the workplace and start showering people with feedback? Won't it rattle them? Won't they be skeptical? And I told them how they could do it in a natural way to make it part of the everyday culture, not some big scary performance that spooks the horses. So we got past that. But then it got me thinking, you know, effective feedback really has three important legs. The first is a credible source. The more respected you are, the more connected your feedback will be. The second is credible content. You can be a respected leader, but if you don't express yourself well, the feedback really won't have impact. But the third thing is the recipient, the listener. That listener has to be prepared to hear the feedback, especially as it is intended by the speaker. And maybe we don't do that well enough. You know, we might not be paying attention. We may think it's casual conversation. Or we may put much more emphasis on the occasional negative that we hear than the positive that we hear. And we, as a result, say, all I ever hear is negative around here. Each of us has a role to play. In fact, I read some research recently that says that people were surveyed about happiness in an experiment. And the people in these companies were sent a daily email that asked a question. One question of people said, how happy were you today? But the other question said, did I do my best to be happy today? And the people who got that question, that did I do my best question, ended up in the long run reporting a higher level of happiness because they had now set it as a goal and made it their personal responsibility. So that's really my message to you. I'm going to continue to work with managers to be the best bosses they can be and to polish up the quality of their feedback. And let's all commit to paying attention, hearing it, and putting it to good use. Make it our goal 
and our responsibility. I'm Jill Geisler of the Pointer Institute, and once again, if you want to get better at feedback, try Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know. It's a book for anyone who wants to be a great boss. Thanks.